Welcome to Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now we're giving all of this edition of Folk Roots Radio over to the 2018 Developing Artists Program at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. Formerly known as the Youth Program, the Developing Artists Program pairs up youth performers with mentors from the Ontario folk community to work on a showcase performance and participate in professional development activities during the annual conference. The program is open to residents of Ontario and the National Capital Region between the ages of 15 and 21 who are chosen for their interest, ability and experience. Featuring interviews with participants in the program alongside their music, it's a great hour and definitely worth sticking around for. And you can learn more about Folk Music Ontario's Developing Artists program on their website at folkmusicontario.ca. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Enjoy. My name is Tressa Levisur, and I am the coordinator and facilitator of the Folk Music Ontario Developing Artists Program. The Developing Artists Program was renamed uh, last year based on the feedback of the participants uh, who wished to place the, their art before their age, which I think is pretty radical. This year's biggest shift in the program is that we've really been actively working towards radical inclusion and also changing the language of the program and the participants to acknowledge the realities of being non-binary. Every year we evolve and know more and learn more and this year has been all about the pronouns and the inclusion and it's been really exciting. It's really great to be leading the charge in those ways. We had a wonderful group of alumni return this year to volunteer. Uh, Three, no, four alumni recipients of Folk Music Ontario Awards, two alumni doing official showcases. So it's just been a fantastic year where the event at large has really seen the growth of this program. And uh, looking forward, our next big initiative is to have some inclusion of young voices at the board level. So we're looking to develop a governance side of the program um, and have someone from the program shadow a board member uh, and start to uh, infiltrate the hierarchy. So that's what I'd say about this year. I absolutely adore participating in the Developing Artist Program, and it's a great honor to facilitate this opportunity. It's the best way to experience the Folk Music Ontario Conference, in my humble opinion, and it just makes me feel so cool to be part of a social group that are like my kids' age and feel like I'm being accepted also as a peer. Also, as a, you know, there, there's an aspect of it that uh, there is a leadership aspect for me, but certainly um, I don't feel like I'm doing it people congratulate me and it feels quite awkward actually to be congratulated for the success of the program because all I do is create some space for it that's it like I'm happy to be congratulated for creating space and being and listening to the participants and 
moving the evolution of the program to respond to the feedback of the participants, but that's about it. When I say facilitator, I really do mean that. Facilitator comes from the word facile, which means easy. So all I'm doing is trying to make it easier for people to create the success of the program. be a man or a woman what does that really mean should i be outside of it or something in between do whatever the heck you want do whatever the heck you want don't tell anyone what the heck to do Spoon, and I am a musician author, and I'm based in Victoria, BC, which is the unceded and un- ancestral territories of the Lekwungen speaking people, the Wasanich, Songhees, and Esquimalt people. I grew up on Treaty 7 territory, which is Calgary. The city of Calgary is within those um, borders. I've been um, playing music publicly for about 20 years. I started when I was 17 in Calgary, playing kind of like folk punk music. I moved into country music for about five years when I lived in Vancouver, and then I moved to Germany and Montreal and kind of moved more into indie rock electronic style music. Um, But songwriting has always been very important to me. I see it as like the center of my music and something that I can take through different genres and in different spaces. I felt very excited to be invited as a mentor uh, for the FMO Developing Artists Program. It's something that's very special to me because I started playing folk festivals when I was about 20, I had a manager and I had some support, but another thing I didn't really have was uh, people my age who are also playing folk music to hang out with. Mentoring Chloe has been great. We found out that Chloe is actually friends. I'm friends with Chloe's cousin. (laughs) So that was a very nice jumping off point. It's been like a great process to just see how Chloe writes songs and hear her songs. And uh, really interesting that she's getting classically trained. She is classically trained on her voice and in school right now for that, but also pairs it with, uh, she has like a year of a philosophy course and yeah, just kind of finding the space between how she's making music with her instruments and also what she's interested in. Her music is very immediate and emotional, uh, like brings immediate emotion for me anyway. So it's been really cool to look at the different songs. And one thing we worked on was uh, unifying songs on an album and kind of looking at the songs you already have and maybe writing two more that would fit those songs. 
So kind of building towards the next building block, she's put out a few demos, and we were speaking a lot about recording an EP and how to how to do that kind of first EP. Also seeing the alumni coming in from other years, it's a very great community building thing that they have going on here. Also the attention to safer spaces, um, participating in adult um, music industry with safer spaces kind of like as the overarching thing for youth, I think is very important. Um, that there was always someone they could find if they needed them. Um, but also that, you know, most of the time I think everyone was just having a good time. And But yeah, the structure I think is really important uh, to grow as an artist. You need to feel safe. And I think that they've been trying really hard to do that for the youth here. My name is Chloe Lucia Pilar, and I'm uh, from Toronto. Um, I'm a singer-songwriter. I play folk music. I play guitar and piano, on which I accompany myself. I am also studying classical voice currently in university, and I'm part of the Developing Artist Program here at Folk Music Ontario. So I've always loved singing and uh, found that any time I found uh, words weren't enough to express what I was feeling, that I would, I would sing about it. I grew up singing in choirs and really appreciating community-based music. And then when I was 14, I did a project for school and so I decided to explore songwriting, um, and I worked with uh, singer-songwriter Leah Jane, Singer Wilson, um, and she mentored me talking about structures of songs and the process of writing a song, and that's when I wrote my first song. Um, and from there, throughout the years, whenever uh, an emotion surfaced that was so big that I wanted to express, I, I had that avenue, and I, I started writing songs on my own. When I, when I was accepted to the um, Developing Artist Program uh, for Folk Music Ontario 2018, I was so excited. I was over the moon. It was uh, such an incredible opportunity um, to meet with other folk musicians, established and uh, also developing artists like myself. And it's been such an incredible full experience. What I've seen and learned other people are doing has been so inspiring and uh, opened my eyes to to give me more motivation to explore all the avenues that, that I was vaguely aware of but now see are so possible. So Ray Spoon is my mentor for this program. They work from uh, from the head, I find. They, they have amazing ideas. And um, I find my first approach is from my emotions and my heart. So we, yeah, we meet each other almost in from different places, but... They're a huge inspiration. I've uh, just gotten to know them over a couple days and um, started listening to their music and really enjoying their shows and um, learned what a, a community builder Ray is and uh, with their record label, Coke's Records, and um, all the diverse artists. Um, it's really exciting to feel like I have a window into that community now. The plethora of knowledge they have about the recording process, about using um, electronic music, about writing grants, all the things you need to know. They're so knowledgeable, and that's, that's really inspiring. And this song I wrote when I was traveling um, in Guatemala after high school. I was there for four months, and I wrote this song in the early days of my trip when I was thinking about home, the support of my family, and being far from them, it was making me realize um, how they've supported me in such a loving way. So I wrote this song called Mama, You Always Told Me, reminding myself that uh, my family is always there for me, in particular my mother, and to call on those, um, that love and that emotions when I was feeling um, vulnerable and alone. Mama, you always told me there'd be kind ones. Mama, you always told me there'd be fun. Mama, you always told me I would find my way. Oh, please help me find someone. Mama, you always said there'd be adventure. You said there would be lots of things to see. Oh, 
Hi, this is Luke and Sarah from the Bombadils. We're at Folk Music Ontario Conference in Ottawa. You're You're listening listening to to Folk Folk Roots Roots Radio Radio with Jan Jan Hall. Hall. Hi, my name is Benishi Kwe Kuchi Nabagon. I am from Biktagon First Nation. I also identify my music as raw. I would say the genre is maybe jazzy alterna folk mix. I'm part of the FMO Developing Artists program this year, 2018. I was part of the program in 2011 as a mentee under Catherine Wheatley, and that was just an incredible experience. It was so informative and uh, like very inspirational. Catherine just has a, a well of knowledge. I just remember feeling very privileged to be in the room with her. So it came as a bit of a, a shock to be asked to come back so soon as a mentor. And I, I sort of struggled with saying yes or saying no, sort of on the fence if I wanted to do it or if I didn't. I've been trying to take up more space in my life. I am a person of color, I'm indigenous, I'm non-binary, so like outwardly I'm, I'm a female, but I, I don't go by any specific pronouns. I, I just have a lot of barriers, so why would I why would I add another barrier to myself? 
I always think about, okay, would I, would I ever judge somebody else for doing this? Would I say, oh, like, why are they in that room? They're not ready for that. I would never do that. So why would I do that to myself? So yeah, I'm very, very happy to be here. This weekend has been a lot of knowledge sharing between Saffron and I. I feel bigger to be part of something like this and especially with Saffron. Saffron was incredible. Um, she is raw and honest and like just just a beautiful, beautiful human and musician. I feel very, very blessed to have spent time with her. And I think everybody should should work with the buddy system at Folk Music Ontario because it's, um, it's an overwhelming place at some times. For lots of it, actually. Carry on without it. Hello, everyone. My name is Saffron A. I like to describe my music as saying it's where emotion and intellect intersect. It's hard for me to describe it because um, a lot of my music it starts as poetry, and I use melody and instrumentation and phrasing to really communicate my words in a way that can really connect with a lot of different people and a lot of audiences. And I can bring this element that you only really find in live music. Um, my background is I'm a classically trained Baroque vocalist. Both my parents are musicians. My mom was conducting while I was in utero, which is always fun. She did pitch matching exercises with me as an infant. I couldn't really escape it. My joke is I was brainwashed into music. <laughs> Doing my own project and writing my own music was a whole, whole other beast on its own. And I'm, I'm very thankful for all of these experiences that I've been able to have and to have very supportive parents. I started performing in this, in this format when I was um, 16, been performing solo for the last three years. And it's been a really amazing experience to connect with so many different people. Missy Bauman is actually a huge inspiration for me. She's one of the people that really helped me move away from just playing in my hometown and knowing how to send an email to a booker and giving advice on songwriting. And she's been such a lovely inspiration for me and really helped me get into this program and really encouraged me to do so. When I got the email that I was accepted, that was, oh my word, a huge thrill and getting to research who my mentor is going to be was super fun and emailing beforehand and connecting. Benashi and I connected so well. It is such an honor and a delight to work with such a wonderful artist and to learn from them. And I feel like the best part of our dynamic is it feels like we're just friends. We're just hanging out and we're just having real tangible conversations and we both have this mutual respect. And getting to showcase here was an absolute dream. Oh my word, the official showcase was so lovely. That's one of, I would say, my best performances to date from my own experience and my experience with the audience. Playing for a listening crowd. That's the goal. That's what we're all here looking for. And the response that I received was extremely overwhelming and very humbling. And the song that... Um, I'm excited to share with you all today is called Resilience, and it's the second song that I actually performed. It's a very, very personal song. Benashi and I talked about my set, and I wasn't sure if I should do it. And Benashi said, you know what? If this is raw, and this is real, and memorable, and this is you, and this is authentic to you and your experience, you do it. And why this song, I was not totally sure about it, is because it's talking about my experience with sexual assault this summer and dealing with all of those feelings um, of being comfortable in public. In the first section of the song, I'm talking about um, getting to that point where I'm okay with expressing myself, even just being feminine in public for me, that's been a huge thing. And wearing skirts and dresses and feeling okay with that. Um, and then I talk briefly about the assault that occurred, and then I talk about how I feel afterwards, not totally comfortable being in public, and noticing different things. And we don't talk about that so much when we talk about the issue of sexual assault. 
but I get to do that with this song. And then I talk about working my way back. I say, I will find my way back to the woman that I was. That statement is true and not true. Um, it's true in the sense of getting back to that outward confidence um, in certain spaces, but I'll never be the woman that I was because I'm not the same person I was yesterday, nor will I be the same person tomorrow. So this is a very important piece that for me that I've written, and I'm very excited to share it with you all. Walking in the summer breeze Dancing through the city streets I can feel the rhythm slowly glances, locking eyes, and a laugh a bit too loud when I forget to feel afraid. Hi, this is Graydon James and Laura Spink from The Young Novelists. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. No more looking back, they say, living in the yesterday. behind let it go and let it lie you gotta learn to love the time if you worry and wait it's hard 
Hi, um, I'm, my name is Amanda Rayom, and uh, I'm a, a Métis singer-songwriter from Ottawa, uh, recently moved to Toronto. Yeah, I'm in the process of recording a new album right now. It's been a couple years since Holding Patterns, so um, it's time. And I'm feeling more, um, yeah, more inspired than ever uh, to sing about um, my, like, about identity, about belonging, about... Um, still uncovering stories of my ancestors and my family members and what that means about identity and belonging. This year I was asked to um, be a mentor in the Developing Artist Program. You know, I've been coming to this conference for a long time. (laughs) And when I started coming here, I didn't know anybody. I had one or two friends, you know, that I'd met. And... I had been playing in a rock band and just, you know, rocking out and playing loud shows. And then I arrived on this scene of folk music where everyone was friends and everyone was in this community of kindness and openness. And, and yeah, just it was really special. And being a part of the Developing Artist Program this year reminded me of the feeling that I had the first year. Because, you know, when you, you come year after year after year and, and you see the same people, which is amazing. And it's sort of, I, I found, maybe I forgot how special it is to come in with a fresh approach and to kind of watch someone experience it for the first time. And it'd be overwhelming, but exciting all at the same time. Um, so I've really enjoyed being a part of this develop, developing artist program. And one thing I will say, I was talking to Krista Couture and I guess she's been a mentor and we were laughing because we were like, oh yeah, I guess we do know things, you know, we do know a few things. And when it's your regular life and you just go from show to show and, you know, put up your Facebook posts and your Instagram posts and write songs and drive and play and whatever, you name it, um, it just becomes what you do instead of remembering that I over the last 10 years, I've really gained a lot of knowledge and experience and love the idea of if I can offer any help or um, guidance or suggestions or whatever, um, that that's so special. And so I feel really glad that I could do it this year. Getting to work with Cassidy has been a real treat, mostly because as soon as I heard her sing, I was like, oh, I better go practice, you know? So it was really, really, really cool. And we have a connection because I've played in Red Rock where she's from. And, um, you know, I've been in awe of her this whole weekend because I was so shy when I came here the first time. And I didn't, I was like, oh, and I stayed in my hotel room a lot and and didn't know how to talk to people and how to just be me. I I didn't know who I was really. And, um, And Cassidy is the opposite of that. From, from what I can see and is really fearless and, and vulnerable um, and admittedly like vulnerable, you know, and like ready to share. So that's been really, really cool. Hi, I'm Cassidy Houston and I'm from Red Rock, Ontario, a really small little town, um, the hometown of Live from the Rock Folk Festival. I've been playing music for about as long as I can remember, but there was actually a time in my life where I took a step back from it and I stopped playing Um, For a while, there was just like some bad experiences and I stopped loving it the way I should. So I just took a step back. And it's been pretty recently, actually, that I've been more serious about my music and what I want to do with it. So it's been about like two years, probably, that I've really been seriously considering um, where I want to go with my music. And I'm starting to take it in that direction, finally. So I'm a singer-songwriter. And I would say that my music kind of takes a folk roots sort of look at music. Sometimes it might not sound like that at all, but I just tend to do whatever I feel. I play however I feel. Writing for me is something that just kind of happens all of the time. Um, if I go on my phone and like my notes and like when I like take notes all the time, there's just like four lines of something that maybe I just like came up with randomly one day and I might end up writing and using that line in like four months. So I would definitely say that it's always like a constant process that goes on in my head and goes on in my life. There are some times where I can just sit at the piano or pick up my guitar and I can just write however I'm feeling, put it into a song. Other times I can not write for a month. It really just depends, but it's something that 
really just helps me with my emotions. So being involved in the Developing Artist Program has actually been such an amazing experience. About a year and a half ago, it was Jennifer Ives, uh, Live from the Rock, who kind of put like my first little bit of confidence back in myself. And she asked me to play at the Red Rock Festival. And so that was kind of like the first step towards where I'm going now. So I found out from a previous participant, actually, John Muirhead, that um, this, this was a program, basically. So from there, I decided to apply. And it was actually the Red Rock Folk Festival weekend that I got the email that I found out that I was accepted into the program. Shortly after that, I found out who my mentor was going to be, um, Amanda Rayom, and my, like, 13-year-old self was like freaking out a lot, someone I really, really admire and appreciate as a musician. And I'm just so lucky that um, she's lived up to all of the expectations that I had and she surpassed them. She's really, really helped me and she really put confidence back in myself again in my performing. I think this program is a really, really important thing for people and like developing artists in general. It really gives you kind of a foot in the door and it also gives you like the knowledge from people who have either done it before or people who have been in the business for longer than that. And it's just so helpful because it can kind of just help you get wherever you want to go with your music because you meet so many different people. I'm really lucky that I found out about about it when I did because I'm kind of I'm on the end cusp of the age like the age that's allowed to participate. So I'm really thankful that I did like find it when I did because I've I've even talked to a couple people who said, man, like, I wish I would have, like, applied to the program before I had aged out, but I've been coming to FMO for a while. And I would say, if you're thinking about applying, definitely 100% apply. I 10 out of 10 recommend coming. It's been an amazing experience. Really, really helpful um, for me trying to figure out where I want to go with my music after FMO. So I'd love to introduce um, one of my songs it's just a demo that I made actually in the application process for this program, but I am working on uh, recording and I'm hoping to put out an EP in the next year or so. This song is called My Own and it's actually about my hometown, Red Rock, and it talks about all of the really awesome things that really make Red Rock so special and why it's so close to my heart. I hope you enjoy it. to call 
Hi, my name is Laura C. Bates, and I am a violinist or a fiddler, depending on the time of day or how serious I am. I uh, play violin in many capacities. I used to be in Trent Severn, her wonderful trio. Uh, I am an active member of the Boxcar Boys. We draw from old-time jazz, klezmer, Dixieland, Western Swing, uh, New Orleans-y kind of vibes, and I also play in a heavy metal band called Voler, which draws deeply from folk music, mostly European folk traditions, as well as modern classical music. I teach violin in Toronto, and I am pleased to say that I manage to pay my rent every month by, you know, sawing on a little hollow box of wood. I was very pleased to be paired with Jessica Wedden, who is a tremendous young fiddler, and she comes from a completely different background than I do. Uh, growing up in Ottawa Valley, rooted in traditional style fiddling, um, so it was an awesome challenge and gift to me to be able to try to show her some of the weird violin planets that I exist on and what the potential of the instrument is, as well as to talk her ear off about music business. And uh, yesterday I was uh, laying in bed in a hotel room drinking coffee, yelling at her to talk slower and louder. And I said, please don't let this be the only thing you remember of, uh, of my time with you. But uh, we had the best time last night. Uh, was the highlight for me as I grabbed Jessica by the hand and dragged her all over the late night private showcases just to, so we could just get our minds blown by all of the talent in our community. And I hope she had as much fun as I did. Hey, I'm Jessica Wedden. I'm 16. I'm from Titchburn, Ontario, which is just 45 miles north of Kingston. I'm a fiddler, a composer, a set dancer, and a chick fiddler. I also play some guitar, but fiddling is my main focus and passion. I started fiddling with the Blue Skies Community Fiddle Orchestra in Maberly, Ontario with Cindy McCall. And from there, I took fiddle lessons with Cindy Thompson in Elmont. Since then, I've been really enjoying performing with John McClurg, who I play in a duo with. Before coming to this conference, I was a little afraid of being with other musicians my age because I don't get to do that very often because I'm usually playing with adults, and younger people my age was always kind of a scarier thing to me. I didn't know how they would perceive me, if they'd like me. After being here, I've really noticed how welcoming it is to everyone and all different kinds of music. I've also had the great opportunity to work with Laura C. Bates. I don't think I could have asked for anything more. She just... It's amazing. <laughs> she she did she did everything she possibly could to help me, and yeah, I appreciate that a lot. It's also very fascinating to me how she draws from so many different styles that I haven't really considered playing in, and that's really inspirational to me. I'm used to doing a traditional and like the Ontario tunes and like Scottish and stuff, but heavy metal that's like completely different and amazing too. I think this program is very important in the way of making connections and really putting yourself out there and also out of your comfort zone at times. And now we're going to listen to my tune I composed calls One More Time.
Some people live for music But musicians play for life This is Brian Blaine and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall My name is Gabriel Sear or Gabriel Sear I am a francophone singer-songwriter uh, making music in French, writing music in French um, I play my songs mostly on the guitar and the piano uh, I would call it folk pop music. Uh, I play solo. I've been writing in French for only maybe a year. My first language is French, but I just, because all I listen to is English music, so I just naturally just started writing in English. If we go way back, I started playing guitar at about 10 years old, started taking lessons. I hated it. <laughs> and then um, I just met some friends that were just really, really playing those cool rock songs, and I wanted to be like them. And just it, it just really got me into music. And, and then I started singing just some pop covers, like top forty <laughs> songs, and putting them on Facebook, putting them on on uh, Instagram, all that stuff. From the reaction of the people, I just uh, I just loved it so much, and, uh, and then I started writing my songs, and I decided that this is what I want to do, and started playing live, and yeah, yeah, that's how I got here. <laughs> I had the opportunity to be here because of a project I, I did called Rondpoint with uh, a French a francophone uh, organization for for musicians, um, and I won this prize with the project that I, that I did. And uh, yeah, that, that project was a month ago. Like the finale was a month ago. I won the prize. I honestly didn't know what it was before I actually won the prize. But like uh, when I did my research, I just, I got really excited. Working with my mentor, Wesley, was really, well, it was mostly inspiring, but really uh, I, I learned so much. I didn't know who he was before. But then I, I Google him, Google his music, try to listen, try to get to know what he does. He is amazing. He's like, I saw him live the first night. Uh, his guitar playing is outstanding. Like I, <laughs> one of the best I've ever seen, honestly. Um, he's from Montreal. Well, he, he's lived in Montreal for a while. And yeah, so he, he kind of like uh, understood where I came from and what I want to do. And I could just ask him questions about the reality of uh, playing music in Montreal, which uh, the other mentors probably couldn't have done as well. This program is amazing because the, the connections you make, it's like networking, all just meeting all the people, whether it's artists or people from the industry, not just within the developing artist program, but just like meeting everyone for, for, the, for the entire weekend. Getting to know everyone and meeting people every every minute, it's uh, it's really cool. And just seeing all those inspiring artists play live. Yeah, so much music in one weekend, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, well, if, uh, if anyone's sitting at home and wondering uh, if they should do this program, uh, I would recommend it. I would really recommend it. Yeah, I think you have up until you're 21 to do it. So for me, I'm 21, so this would have been the last my last opportunity. Honestly, it's uh, from everything I've learned and the people I've met, y you should do it. It's, uh, it's been uh, career changing. I know, I know I'm going to take a lot away from, uh, from uh, this weekend. So uh, I wrote a song called Terreillon. It was inspired by my grandma. Because when, when it was really uh, cloudy outside or, you know, weather's not that nice, um, she would... She would say she would say this this uh, phrase. She said "Soleil montre montre moi tes rayons," which means like "Sun, show me your sunshine." I guess that's yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just used it as a metaphor to that applied to my own life, and I'm turning it into a song. And it's uh, yeah, it's just a piano ballad. This song is called "Terreillon." I really hope you like it. Sans froid 
De temps en silence Mes jours qui passent Je tombe sous le charme D'idées de toi Pour tourner en rond Pour tourner en rond Pour tourner en rond Pour tourner en rond Je vois le bleu dans le ciel de mes idées qui se perdent dans ton jeu. Les larmes qui se forment au fond de mes yeux. Se détruisent Ce moment de peine en blanc et noir Retracer ta voix sous tout ce bruit Je marcherai seul dans mon univers Tu vides sur moi Mes idées qui se perdent dans ton jeu. And that's all we can squeeze into this very special edition of Folk Roots Radio. You can learn more about the Folk Music Ontario Developing Artists Programme on their website at folkmusicontario.ca. And you can visit our website to check out the full playlist for this episode and listen to previous episodes of the show and interviews on demand via your chosen platform. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We'll leave you with Montreal-based world music artist Wesley, a mentor in this year's program he unfortunately was unable to stay behind for interview. From his 2011 album Liberty Dawn Le Noir, this is Dawn's by a Dance. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time. Laissez aller le confort, c'est ça qui va me parler. Moi, pas qu'à résister.
sort de nos dernières défendues dans les pas. 